You know what season it is. I can only barely hear it out of my one ear. <laughs> Thanksgiving's over. Something, something, something. Oh, that's not the part I thought it was. Alrighty, we are back. Welcome back. Episode number six of the Trying to Parent podcast. Boop, boop. Thank you for that remix of, was that Mar- Mariah Carey? I don't know. I could barely hear it. Well, get some new fucking headphones. <laughs> <clears throat> Working on it. Gosh. Amazon Prime. Anyways, Amanda's upset because we just witnessed the Cardinals take a last second L. To the Chargers. It was a great game. I have my Fitz. I will tell you, it is Jersey on Sunday, November twenty seventh, twenty twenty two, and uh, just so you can figure out when we're talking about this. But <laughs> yeah, there's some. Um, before we get into all of the good stuff, this is a parenting podcast, but one of the most important things about parenting is taking time to yourself to enjoy the things that you love. And so we will be talking about football on this podcast because we love to watch football. And so will our baby. Hopefully. No <laughs> it's going to be on either way. So I hope they learn to like it. There were some solid games today. The Bucks browns game went into overtime. Mm-hmm. The Browns pulled that one out last second. Uh, the... Who was it? Jacksonville Ravens game that came down to a two point conversion that Jacksonville scored to win the game. And then same thing happened with the Cardinals Chargers game. They got their two point conversion to win with like 15 seconds left by one point. Yep. And then obviously Cardinals couldn't do anything with 15 seconds left to get a score. So game over. But. That is all besides the point. Let's go ahead and hop into the show. <sighs> Happy late turkey day. Yes, yeah, Thanksgiving was only obviously on Thursdays. Today is Sunday. So hope everyone had, well, at this point, it will probably be summer by the time you're hearing this. <laughs> yeah, hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Eight months ago. Yeah, no. 15, 15 <laughs> months <cute>. ago. <laughs> we sure did. We ended up going out to Idaho to see two of our best friends and their little baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, Mariah, and Javi. They live in a very small town in Idaho. So yeah. went out there and spent Thanksgiving with them, which is great because obviously we're going to be moving soon. And, you know. It's probably last chance we're going to see them in uh, the States for yeah. a while. So... Yep, so now everybody will just be coming down to visit us in Mexico, which, you know. Twist my arm. Yeah, I imagine (laughs) will be happening much more often than people coming to visit us in Washington. Yes. Because nobody really gives a fuck about Yeah, besides our wedding and my mom coming to visit my brother and us. Yep. No one has came to see us out here, so (laughs) hoping things are different in Mexico. Everyone likes to go to Playa, right? Well, except the people that think Mexico is, is scary. Yeah, but our friends will be coming, so. That's all that matters. And one of my brothers. Yes. So. So, yeah. Um, Thanksgiving was great. Let's see. The countdown continues to us leaving from Mexico. We leave Washington in about 22 days. Woo! 
heading to California, spend a few days there with my parents, my dad, mostly my mom is not in California right now. She's in Florida with my sister. Still spend there. a couple days there and then we'll drive over from there to Arizona and spend three weeks or so in, maybe four weeks in Arizona. Yeah, four weeks. Do Christmas with Amanda's family and, you know, just get some shit done at the uh, the old house. Scrape some popcorn ceilings. <laughs> not Fun. us personally, but. You know. No, I'm going to pay someone to do that. I'm not doing that. Our, our ceilings are vaulted, like very high vaulted. So I'm just going to pay somebody to do that. Especially now that I'm pregnant. I can be like, mm, I don't feel like doing it. Can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and that's about 57 days until we head to uh, Mexico then. Hoo-hoo. Oh, Nina's well. decided to stand up. That's not <laughs> oh a good time. God. Not a good time. Well, shake the ears. Floppy ears. You don't have anywhere to go, so you better just lay back down. You're it's be a long show. <laughs> uh, so, do you want to go ahead and just start with the? Uh, Let's get social. Social media. Cuts off there. Uh, yeah, please be sure to follow us on our social media, both Facebook and Instagram. Are at trying. The number two parent all together, all one, one blurb. Um, and then you can watch us for the video. The majority of our video, our podcasts are going to have videos. Obviously, like we said last show, we're all packed up for the most part. So it's very cash. Yeah, there won't be videos for a while. But um, you but. can check out the videos that we will have and have already created at uh, YouTube at trying space, the number two space parent. So you can see our lovely or my lovely facial expressions. Maybe get a glimpse of Sanchez in there. We'll have, you know, cool setups coming and you'll also get to see Amanda get fatter and fatter because she's pregnant. <laughs> Obviously all of this baby weight. So always a good idea to tune in there. And then... Was there anything else with the social media? Yeah, so uh, feel free to send any and all questions or comments or suggestions, answers to our questions that we're asking, anything. Um, our email is trying the number two parent podcast at gmail.com or you can slide in our DMs too. And on top of that, uh, did you mention giving us a, a rating? Oh, no. Anyways, really helps the podcast if you enjoy listening to it to rate and review it. So give us a little, uh, you know, five star rating on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. And then that would really help us out. (coughs) Sorry, the baby in Idaho coughed all over Sean and now he's got a a unclearable tickle in his throat. (laughs) It's fucking horrible. But. I keep muting my mic out, so hopefully you guys don't hear that too loud. Anyways, the other way that you're going to be able to contact us is... It's crazy. Here it is. Listen. 360-450-5008. Nope. Definitely call us. Definitely. 
We want your calls. We want them all in and around our phones. So <laughs> hit us up. To that number, yeah. not our personal yeah. numbers. Definitely hit that number up by text or by call. Leave voicemails, whatever. We'll play it on the podcast because we'll be asking weekly questions and advice and all of that other good stuff. I think that's everything. Let's go ahead and cough some more. Great. <laughs> God. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, in the recording. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about our trip heading down to Mexico because we're driving down to Mexico, which the only time I've ever driven to Mexico was into Tijuana mm-hmm. from San Diego or into uh, the place that everybody in Arizona goes. Rocky Point. Rocky Point. So we're taking a whole new adventure on. Never been to the middle part of Mexico. We've flown in there, but not out of the airport. So. Yeah. so we've got a cool route laid out because there's a route that they say you should take, which may be the quickest route to get there. But the quickest route is not always the best route. <laughs> Sorry, folks. This is horrible. And it's just going to keep happening because I'm <laughs> talking so much. So... Amanda decided that she wanted to go this different direction and visit some of these, you know, awesome places along the way because there's a lot of really incredible places in Mexico. A lot of stuff we've been watching on Mexico Life on HGTV. A lot of places that we would consider, you know, potentially also living. So what is the route that we'll be taking? So we're, it's going to take us like one, two, three, four, five, like about a week to drive from Phoenix to Playa del Carmen. Um, I'm, I'm on a couple of different uh, Facebook groups, <clears throat> one of which is driving in Mexico or something like that. Um, so there's just a lot of people that have, you know, know the roads and things like that. So they suggest staying in the toll roads. So there's quite a few of those. Um, main reasons for that is that if you happen to break down, they say there's people there to help you like instantly and everyone's super nice and helpful and uh the toll roads are more well maintained we're going to be pulling a trailer that's a single axle so we're going to need to make sure we have some spare tire with us or something yeah definitely got to get that spare tire because those tires are not big and beefy yeah no and what do they call the potholes again Tope. Well, no, the topes are the speed bumps. Speed bumps. The giant that's right. speed bumps that will they have fuck speed bumps your car that are up like, a foot tall yeah basically they're basically like <laughs> A, a, a Lego in like, the middle of the street. Yeah. So <laughs> big topes. Um, but yeah, so basically our route um, that this is all tentative. Um, I still have, well, we still have a lot more research to do, but this is kind of our uh, blueprint for now. So we're going to go from Phoenix to uh, Ciudad Obregón, which is in Sonora. And then we're going to go down to Mazatlan and Puerto Vallarta spent because that area looks so pretty Puerto Vallarta whenever we watch shows on you know Mexico life or anything Puerto Vallarta always looks so beautiful I've been down there multiple times probably at least three times in my life I have not and it's so beautiful but unfortunately it's also quite expensive because Mm. so many people want to go down there and live so it's one of those places we'll be stopping into checking out but uh unless we come up on a bunch of money in our life, which is very possible, uh, we won't be living there. 
Um, so from Puerto Varta, we're going to go, um, I would like to stop at San Miguel de Allende. Um, I know of some people that have traveled there and it just looks really pretty. Um, so Mexico City, I definitely do want to see Mexico City. So we're going to have to kind of figure out how to make that work because um, you can't you can't just drive in there whenever you want. So they actually set up rules on when you're allowed to drive in Mexico City based on like your license plate or things like that. So we'll either have to look into like maybe spending the night in a surrounding city and then taking the metro in or just bypassing it all around. I'm not really sure. Yeah, and I don't particularly want to leave the trailer in Mexico City because a lot of people there. Very big city. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to definitely think about the trailer. Um, so from there, we're going to go around Mexico City down to uh, Puebla and then... Probably a stop in uh, Villa Hermosa, which is in the Tabasco state of Mexico. It's called the Tabasco state, or that's where Tabasco is from? Can't you I speak? don't know. There's like a whole bunch of different states in Mexico, and this one is just called Tabasco. Huh. So that's just the name of it. And then we'll let you guys know. We're going to go. Uh, up and around Playa Carmen. We could either go down by, um, Ch what is that city called? Chetumal? I don't know. We can go oh up to gosh, Merida and then kind the of around. Yeah. But that's basically it. We're going to go down to Puerto Varta and then basically just kind of go straight across. And it's going to take us like a week if we don't spend any extra time anywhere, <laughs> which let's be honest, I'm probably going to want to do. Yeah, so it'll be quite the adventure, and obviously we'll be uh, capturing all of those experiences on the way down. Yeah, we need to get a dash cam or something for multiple reasons, but yeah, also documenting. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be you know noting all of that stuff, be having footage of it. So if you follow along, and maybe you've never been to Mexico, or it's something that you've considered doing. Check it out because you'll see a lot of awesome places and you'll know where to go. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited to drive across. Yeah. Who doesn't love nice long road trips? We got a new vehicle to do that in. and New to us. Yeah. New vehicle <laughs> to us. <laughs> <laughs> it was new in 2007. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still like new. Yeah. It's so, clean. Tens. Yeah, but I keep them clean. Yeah. The tens. The, it was 20s. <laughs> I mean 20s, man. Okay, the tens. Uh, anyways, so let's talk about some of the stuff we've been learning since you've been pregnant. Uh, <laughs> because, you know, as soon as you find out, you start thinking about all the do's and the don'ts and the yes. stuff that, you know, may potentially affect the baby. Mm -hmm. So I know you mentioned that you were taking Vitex. Is that what it's called? Yes, the Chasberry Tree. Um, it's kind of an AKA. Um, I want to say that Vitex is what helped get us pregnant. Um, it, I don't know if medically I have low progesterone, progesterone, progesterone. I don't know how, how you even say it. So, um, but 
everything that I saw online saying that that, so I was having, obviously, like I said last time, a late ovulation. So the Vitex is supposed to help regulate your cycle. So if you have like PCOS or if you don't even have periods and you're looking to get more regular, you can also take Vitex and it will kind of help your body regulate its menstrual cycle. Um, and it's also good for um, kind of with the progesterone, that it's helping beef up, help your uterine lining get thicker, blah, blah, blah. Um, they say to take it for a couple months. And sure enough, I'm only on my second bottle and we got pregnant. Um, but the kicker is I, I was reading a bunch of reviews on Amazon and some of the women were saying that, because I don't know if it, I guess I could have really taken a look, but I think on the bottle it says like not to take if you're pregnant, but it's really more of like, uh, you probably won't want to take it throughout the whole thing. You definitely do not want to stop it cold Turkey because it's helping your body create what? the hormones. <laughs> cold Turkey. Was that Thanksgiving joke? <laughs> All right, carry on. Sorry. We should have brought some back. What? What? <laughs> I'm just thinking of the clip that that's from. <laughs> it's really getting to me. Where he's like over, <laughs> pretending to be over the girl holding himself up. And he's filming upwards. <clears throat> yeah, anyways, carry on. So, uh, yeah, you don't stop cold turkey. Don't stop cold turkey because all the hormones that it's helping your body make, obviously, then those are going to plummet. And then your body is just going to go back to the way it was, and then you're probably going to miscarry. So what a lot of women are saying on the reviews is they're like, they took it, they stopped, they miscarried, and then they took it again. And then a couple months later, two, three months, they got pregnant again. And then they started taking it throughout the first trimester and then weaning their body off of it. And they have been successful throughout all that. So we're about five weeks and I'm going to still take it daily with my prenatal but you were drinking raspberry tea before, and that was something that you found out that you should stop taking immediately, stop drinking. Continue. Yeah, so it's kind of up in the air. Um, it's it's good to take to help get pregnant because it also helps thicken the uterine lining, blah, 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 blah. It's all about that thick lining. <laughs> thick lining. <laughs> um, but it's also used at the end of your pregnancy to help with like labor time and just kind of like helping labor and delivery go smoothly because it like makes your your uterus contract or something of mm. of that so they say once you get pregnant kind of wean off of that too because it does create the contractions then you don't mm. want that to cause you to miscarry that makes sense okay so again, we are not doctors. Um, no, definitely talk to your own doctor about this. Don't just do yeah, this. Disclaimer, we are <laughs> not doctors. We don't know what we're talking about. We're just funneling you guys some information that we believe might have worked for us. Yeah. So talk to your own doctor or... Even though I didn't talk to my doctor. I'll be. Yeah. <laughs> you can't ask me questions. We are not good role models. Oh. Okay, so we're talking about doctors. Let's talk about the doctors that... Won't fucking see you out here. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Oh, that was the first time. It's it's the only time I've cried since finding out I'm pregnant. Is it the only time you've cried? 
Well, I, I, I teared when I told you. That's true. I, I did. did too. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, I, when I, so I've seen an OBGYN out here in Vancouver and I really liked her. And then she moved out of that facility. Luckily, I didn't really have a reason to go back there, but now I do. So I called them and I was like, yo, what's up? I got a positive pregnancy test. And they're like, okay, when was she said next? it just like that? <laughs> Cause that's how she talks. <laughs> yo, what's up? I got this positive pregnancy test. When can y'all get me in to check this baby? Yeah. Can you all like double check? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I peed on the stick and everything. It said with the line, it was there. One of them said pregnant. Yeah. Um, and they were like, okay, well, you're only like four weeks. We'll get you in after New Year's. And I was like, that would mean I would be like 10 or 11 weeks. Won't be what? here. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, okay, well, a couple things. I said, what am I supposed to do? Like, how do you even know the baby's still growing at that point? Like, aren't you supposed to like double check the heartbeat at like six or seven weeks or something like that? And like, even make sure that it's still forming. Cause like my best friend had a miscarriage at seven weeks, but her body didn't even recognize it. So she went in like at 10 weeks and then they had to tell her that her baby died three weeks ago. Like, I don't want that to happen to me. And then you're just sitting in your body. So, like, I'm like, okay, first of all, what happens if I miscarry and my body misses it? Then I'm going to have to, like, obviously that's not healthy for your body. And then I'm like, okay, but also, like, the whole bigger idea or the whole bigger problem is I'm leaving December 20th. And I'll be like, uh, eight, maybe nine-ish weeks by then. So can you please make an exception? to get me in because we're canceling our health insurance in the U.S. as of New Year's, obviously, because that's when enrollment is. And she was like, uh, let me talk to the doctor and call you back. Nope. And well, yeah, so they're like, okay, well, we're going to schedule you for a video consultation and then they will decide at that point. That appointment's December 13th. You can talk to the doctor at the intake and then if she decides to let you like to squeeze you in, then we'll squeeze you in. And I'm like, okay, that's not terrible news. And then, yeah, then she called me back the next day or even later that day. It might've been, and she was like, yeah, doctor said no. So good luck on your move. I hope everything works out good for you. I'm like, hope Oh God. Okay. Cool so, then, so then I sat on the floor in the closet and I cried because <laughs> I was so frustrated. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. They're just like, mm, sorry. Like, so I have Fuck one week of being in Arizona of us having health insurance that I need to try and find a doctor that will get me in there for literally one appointment only, even though I don't even live in that state. Um, yeah. Or we could just drive down to Mexico and see a doctor there. But and that's a that's a great transition into <laughs> the next thing I want to talk about then, because we got Mexican insurance. Well, you got Mexican insurance um, yeah. specifically for this reason. What all does that entail? Because if you guys don't know, obviously we're trying to have the baby in Mexico. Mexican baby. We want baby. a Mexican baby. And I know that's exactly how Mexican babies are made, having them in Mexico. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes you Mexican. <laughs> but we want like we want to make sure that she's going to be well taken care of. We know there's good hospitals down there. Everybody has their stories. But 
from the research and everything that we've done from the people that we know, this is a totally safe thing and it costs a fraction of the price. So talk to them a little bit about, you know, all things Mexican insurance covers and why we kind of decided to go that route. Yes. Um, so I did get a broker to help us find Mexican insurance. Um, he was super helpful. I got, I got quotes from a couple, a couple different brokers and this, it was way cheaper. Um, but he was kind of helping me look for something that had the maternity coverage that I was looking for. Real quick. Why did you get a broker to help you get, figure out your insurance? Um, yeah, because they, that's what they, that's what they know. If I tell them what I'm looking for in coverage, they work with the different carriers just like we do. Um, but they're the liaison. They're the know-it-all. So I, if I, I'm not going to know anything about these, co- these carriers in this other country. Or, you know, I've never had Mexican insurance before. Um, and a lot of people go to Mexico just to have the babies, but they make the deal directly with the hospital and they don't even get the insurance. So I wanted to go to someone who could get quotes from different carriers to make sure, one, I'm getting the best price. And then two, to make sure that I'm actually getting the coverages that I'm looking for and I'm not misinterpreting anything because they know who they're working with. And my broker was awesome. His name's Chandler. 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 Like that guy from Friends? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> that white people show. Okay, carry on. Wait, um, was Chandler Hispanic? No, he's Italian, I think. Oh. oh, oh Wait, no, no, no. I'm thinking of Joey. Oh my gosh, please, people don't kill me. Joey Tribbiani. Show. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, mother broker. Gosh, sorry. I'm still thinking about. Anyways, um, carry on. I don't know. His last name's Hunt. Probably. No, he's a white. Uh, he's a bald, super light skinned dude. I don't know. Okay. Looking at his WhatsApp messaging picture. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, he helped me get this coverage through this company, BMI. Um, they, a lot of maternity bev- uh, benefits and Mexican insurance, like I think I said, they have a 10-month waiting period. So I got it effective September 1st. Um, but I was kind of reading through the fine print of the policy, and luckily... Maternity benefits, including prenatal, are covered as long as the baby is delivered after 10 months of the policy being enforced. So if you were pregnant before you got the policy, it's not like none of your doctor visits, the ultrasounds are covered. But as long as you got pregnant after inception. And that's why we wanted to make sure we got the coverage even as though soon we're not as we there. like found out, yeah, like not as soon as we found out we're pregnant, but as soon as we found out that this was a decision we were going to make. And 100% this was, we're moving to Mexico. Yeah. I'm getting insurance. <laughs> so we are good there. Good to go. So, um, yeah, when I was talking to him, so this coverage, it has, it, it's not necessarily the cost of having a baby that's expensive in Mexico. It's if something goes wrong and I need an emergency C-section or something else happens to me or the baby, that's what you get the coverage for. So my maternity benefits is only $3,000. And you're like, what? That doesn't sound like a lot. But yeah, the cost of having a C-section in Mexico is like two grand. So if I have a natural vaginal birth, it should only be like 1500 bucks, And that leaves me. A lot of money for doctor's appointments. And I don't know a whole lot about 
having babies. What does it cost in the U.S.? Um, it depends on what your out-of-pocket maximum is for your health insurance. So our, well, my out-of-pocket max is 4000 And that would be if everything is covered. I don't, I have to call them and find out what the United Healthcare and find out. Okay. But so again, we're talking a fraction of the price here and we're also talking dual citizenship. Yes. Which is really cool and super important to us. I want to also point out our deductible on our U.S. health insurance is like, I don't know, 2500 bucks or 3000 and then the out-of-pocket max is like four grand. My deductible for the Mexican health insurance is $1,000 and then everything's covered 100, 100%. 100%. And maternity doesn't even go into the deductible, much of like U.S. health insurance. But U.S. health insurance, they charge you a one-time deductible and then everything maternity related is free after that. But in Mexico, you don't pay. And everything after $1,000, which would take you a lot in Mexico. Yeah. But it's all 100%. And it's global. If we go to Germany and I have to go to the hospital, it's all covered. Which is fucking crazy. Like, just to think that you can get insurance outside of U.S. insurance and it just covers you for basically everywhere else. And it's it's only $200 a month. Living in the, (laughs) I'm not going to say you're living in the wrong country, people, but there's advantages to being other places. So one of the things, is that all you want to say about that topic? Um, I'm just real quick. I don't want people to freak out that my maternity is only 3000. The maternity complications where if something goes wrong is 50,000 and it includes newborn care up to a hundred thousand dollars for the first 90 days. Nice. Um, and it covers congenital disorders also. Like, there, it covers, like, literally so much stuff, like, a bit outside of maternity stuff. We'll get into that some other time. But um, it, it sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty good. Nice. So one of the things I'm most concerned about with us moving to Mexico, besides obviously getting us there safely, is getting our plants there because we've spent a lot of time pruning and grooming these plants to grow into something as beautiful as they are now. And granted, a few of them will be passing off to friends and family because they're just too big to bring with us. Like we have an amazing Swiss cheese plant that started from just a little like two leaf guy and he sprouted into this wild thing that you would imagine you would see in the rainforest our swiss cheese plant is like three and a half a little over three feet tall and like it branches out like (laughs) five feet wide it's it goes all over the place it's amazing it's It's grown into like 12 giant leaves it's incredible if you don't have a snake plant or i always call a snake plant swiss cheese plant get yourself one but we have this uh what is this fig called? tree a thing. fig tree that we bought that has grown like 10 more it's like leaves. taller than me now it's definitely taller than you we'll have to be giving that one away but the idea is from our research we believe that we can bring our plants into mexico if we depot them get the soil off of them the real problem is i don't believe you're allowed to bring soil nope 
into Mexico. You'll from, contaminate yeah. the Mexico. Yeah, their their soil is top notch, and they're like, we don't want your guys' soil here. No soil. So sorry, Nina, I just kicked you. <laughs> um, but we have you know a really nice snake plant. We've got these couple other nice little potted plants. Obviously, we've got some pothos that we've been growing for quite some time here, and then we have a smaller fig tree that I actually took a trimming from when I worked at Home Depot for a mimit. A mimit? What the fuck is that? That's not even a word. That's like a minute and a moment combined together. That's how long it was. That's how long I could stand that. Just a blurb of your, so, your memories. So I you know, made a little trimming of that and repotted it, and it's been growing fantastically. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a little ZZ plant that finally little, decided to come alive after like two years. ZZ plant only took two years to show <laughs> any growth, which is incredible. <laughs> I almost threw it away so many times. And then we have like this palm bush thing that just over the last six months, like sprouted so much. It's like it loving sprouting. life right now. I think the most important thing about your plants is find them a good spot that they, that they like. like and don't fucking move them yep. because they don't like to be moved. They're like, hey. I'm a homebody. I will die if you turn me three degrees to the right. (laughs) Yeah. So don't want to leave our plants because we've killed plenty. And these are the ones that we've either figured out or they're just very resilient. Um, Speaking about that, I have a dying plant to my right here. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. I think it's been overwatered. The soil doesn't dry out. It's what happens when you live in the Pacific Northwest. Sun doesn't come out. Shit doesn't dry. Anyways. I... Like, I feel so sad and terrible saying this, but I think that the move is just going to kill the plants and we should just give them all away. And I know that's not what you want to hear um, because they're going to have to Sounds be. like you'll be ending up on divorce beach. <laughs> <laughs> Lover's beach or divorce beach? Pick one. Oh my <laughs> that girl was psycho. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just afraid that we're, the move is going to kill them. And then it's like, then we just killed them when they could have just survived. I don't know. It's, we got some thinking. Here's the thing. I'm very singy. I wouldn't just <laughs> give these plants away. I would make somebody buy them from me because we spent a lot of money on these plants. Yeah. And it would be like just giving your kid away. You're like, well, I just grew you up from zero to 13 and it's like you know what we're moving someplace they don't allow 13 year olds we gotta get rid of you i'm not giving you away for free i want some money for that fucking kid i need to recoup my investments i don't think that's how it works that's exactly how it works so (laughs) i believe that's called trafficking we're gonna figure out how to come to a a reasonable you know understanding about moving our plants yeah because what, would we just keep them in the pots and then drive down to Arizona and then right before we cross, we r- rinse them? And Yeah, I would say the day that we leave. I don't even know if we'll have the space to bring all these pots. Well, I guess we'll have to get creative when we're packing the Well, vehicle. bringing multiple pops, pots is easy because you could just stack pots inside of each other. Yeah, but the, the plants would still be in the pots on the drive to Arizona, right? Yes, on the drive to Arizona. Yeah, we, it really is going to depend on space. Yeah. We got to throw some of your clothes and memory stuff out, though. <laughs> some of my childhood trinkets. We'll do what it takes. <laughs> um, okay, let's, let's go ahead and I don't know if you can come up with something for this, but let's get into...
Smacking singing. Nina was getting excited about yeah. that. I heard you smacking your tail. <laughs> Let's get into hot. <laughs> That's Nina, by the way. I don't know if you Loud hear tail that. smacking. Let's get into highs <laughs> and lows of your week. Hmm. Nina, do you have a high and low that you would like to talk about? You're smacking your tail so loud. Um, A high for me, probably a high for you, was that we got to announce our pregnancy to our parents on Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Sorry, I just burped. It was like a little throw up in my mouth. Not at the comment you made. Yes, that was definitely. (laughs) That made you throw up in your mouth? That made me throw up. Thinking about that made me throw up. No, that was that was awesome. Uh, obviously, I've been waiting for a long time. Not waiting for a long time. I've been waiting for a long time to be able to tell my mom that we're pregnant. Really, my entire family, because I know how much they love me and how much they love you and how much they know that we wanted to be parents and how long we've been trying for, mm-hmm. 11 months. And my mom just fucking broke down. She's like, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> exactly what I thought she would do. She's a big crier. That's where I get it from. Um, no, Nina, it's okay. I'm not crying. It's okay. So, yeah, I agree. Hmm. And yeah. my low was also in the same moment because when I called my mom, I didn't make sure that my stepdad was in the fucking room. And I haven't even talked to him yet about it. And she told him and he didn't hear it from me first. And I don't know what I was thinking. I have just, my mind's just been all over the place. And I feel fucking horrible that I wasn't like, hey, get dad real quick. I got something to tell you guys. Yeah, but (laughs) it was kind of an in the moment thing. I'm telling her like, hey, you shouldn't feel bad about this because it's an in the moment thing. Your phone was having some issues with, so the idea was we took a picture because Amanda, how she told me was she brought down a little onesie with Michael Scott on it, Michael Scott from the office. And it said, I declare pregnancy. And so what we did was took a picture with that holding that onesie, uh, and got my mom on the phone chatting with her saying, Hey, happy Thanksgiving. How are things going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catching up. And then we sent her the picture. So we were on the phone on I think maybe my phone and just sent her the picture and she's like oh look at that you just sent me a picture and then she read it or she saw it and you know I mean started, started crying crying and everything <clears throat> with your situation your phone wasn't working and you wanted to call your mom and I had then, to figure out how to call her first because my phone and the update turned off wi-fi calling and I didn't realize it so I was like why am I not able to call anybody or if you know Idaho that's why it was just a <laughs> tiny town Idaho. uh but then I feel like you were thrown off a little bit because of her reaction. It wasn't, you know, maybe exactly what you expected it to be. Yeah, and Grandpa was in town, and I didn't know he was in town. So, like, that yeah. kind of, like... There were just all of these things that are happening. So, yeah. I don't think you can blame yourself for, in the moment, being like, oh, hey, you know, make sure... Cause like Michael and Mariah are like in the room too. And I'm just like, okay, I know we have to get ready to go. Like, sorry, yeah, it took it was, me so long. It was, uh, it was different than telling my parents. We'll say that it was a, a different experience, Yeah. but you know, everybody's happy for us mm-hmm. and very excited to 
introduce a new little member of the King family. Mm-hmm. So my mom did remember the names we picked out. So yeah, she did. Or some are contenders. So that made me feel. That made me feel good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, well, so was that your was your high. Yeah. So yeah. my high was. That was that was a good one. Um, I would just say, you know, doing Thanksgiving with Michael and Mariah again. We did that two years ago mm-hmm. and had a really good time. And every time we see them is a great time. It's awesome to see Javi as he gets bigger and bigger and starts to use more words and stuff. <laughs> and he's becoming cuter and cuter. And, you know, it's just nice to spend that type of time with friends because we don't have any real friends like that around, mm-hmm. you know, around us now. And... <clears throat> That's a big focus for us when we move to Mexico is really try and get into the community and meet people, whether they be expats or whether they be locals, but really try and uh, engulf ourselves in the community there and just, you know, be a bigger part of that, uh, especially with a baby, because people in Mexico are much like people in Bali in the sense that when you have a baby... They're like, oh my God. They love babies. Like, they're like, oh, you know, let me hold your baby. Uh, They're so family oriented down there where, you know, up here, if I was at a restaurant and. Yeah, the servers aren't going to hold your baby. Yeah, some lady wanted to hold my baby. I'd be like, "Eh, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. And I feel like moving up here to Vancouver, like in the middle of COVID or right when COVID like started, like it's been kind of a weird time. Not ideal timing for sure. But yeah, I would say just being able to spend it with. Friends was was my high. What about your low? I already said my low. Oh yes, that's right, my low. <laughs> my low. Um, besides the reactions that we got, uh, or lack thereof, <clears throat> was when we were driving out there. It got late and it gets dark early, and there is no lights on those roads out there. Oh and driving <laughs> in one lane. Uh, roads so you're in one lane and the other one lane is going the other direction what is up with people's fucking lights they're so their headlights like I could have driven head on into 50 different people because their lights were so bright you couldn't see anything and I mean I just got LASIK a few years ago and you know my eyes should be pretty good a lot better than they used to be mm-hmm. and yet driving at night is just so stressful for me especially Which, with there's again when there's no other lights around yeah and that sucks because it's winter here and it gets dark at like 4 45 like it's 501 right now p.m and it's literally like pitch black outside yeah so that was very stressful and frustrating for me and i wanted to like flash everybody with my fucking brights because it was pissing me off so much that like, oh, I could just drive off the road right now. I can't see anything. Why are your lights so bright? Like, what are people using these insane LED lights? Or what, like, <laughs> Why shouldn't technology <laughs> get better with the cars where these lights shouldn't be able to shine right into people? I mean, your car has automatic on and off brights. Yeah. As soon as it sees other lights from cars, it shuts off. Like, why don't your can cars do that? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? So that was my low because I didn't want to kill us, especially now that we're going to be having a baby. Yeah, thanks. It's supposed to be snowing this week though. So <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right. That's crazy. Um Okay. So it says. Let's uh Okay, so we've talked about this before in previous podcasts, I think. Family traditions. So 
I know Thanksgiving. I remember the first time I came over to your place and met your parents was, it was for like Thanksgiving. Two months after we started dating. Yeah, right <laughs> after we started dating, came to your place for Thanksgiving. And then the second time I met your family was coming to your place for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Very weird first time to meet people's family. But I was like, this is it, you guys. This is it. <laughs> do you guys have, she was right. Do you guys have like Thanksgiving traditions? And maybe not so much traditions as in the sense of like specific things that you do, but maybe foods that you always make. Yes. Things that like, because we went to this one out in Idaho and as we were driving back, you know, on Friday, we were like, oh, man, there were definitely some things that were missing from that Thanksgiving that are never missing from our Thanksgiving. One is football. Yeah. Football's always on. I, they didn't know anything about, you're like, football? They're like, never heard of it. They don't, they didn't even have a TV on. Not our friends, not our friends. No, it's, it was our friends. <laughs> because we were all watching on Michael's phone. <laughs> I didn't have any service. So yeah, they also lived out in the middle of nowhere, Idaho, guys. Yeah, she was like, I looked up how to keep guests entertained at party or on Thanksgiving. And one of them said football. And she, she, she was like, but I don't know anything about football. So I'm glad you guys are watching it on your <laughs> phone. I'm like, like, that's why I put on Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, but they even turned that off yeah. right away. I'm like, what is happening? There's no background noise going on. <laughs> so football is a staple in our house staple. for Thanksgiving. Next staple is macaroni and cheese so i don't think we we don't make mac and cheese. you don't cheese. make mac and cheese that's because we're white yeah you're white people <laughs> and granted the mac and cheese comes from my mom's side of the family but it's also joel that's making it yeah and joel's half black yeah so mac and cheese and then collard greens didn't expect them to have collard greens because they were white people um white people on farmland at that yeah, white people on farmland. If they were white people in the South, I would expect them to have collard greens, mm-hmm. but they did not. So those are things that like we always in your always family have. Yeah. Um, what about what about you? Was there anything that you guys specifically made sure to have? Yes. So every Thanksgiving, my mom makes her sticky buns. Oh, oh yes. Mm. And which is basically what monkey bread. Monkey, monkey bread. Monkey bread. Yeah. My mom makes it from scratch. It's so good. I. It is good. I remember it having that first time. I'm like, okay, I can marry this lady. <laughs> and then we would always uh, like shrimp cocktail because we mm-hmm. we don't eat sh- shrimp regularly or we never did growing up. They're so like, we ooh, would have it on. Yeah, Thanksgiving is like, you get shrimp cocktail and cocktail sauce. Like. Well, you heard my dad when we told him, they were like, oh yeah, we just did the, you know, the lobster and the fucking crab and the shrimp the other night. Yeah. Like, they try and do it, uh, I think the night before. And then you have, you know, a Thanksgiving meal. Yeah, but always, always football. Like, undeniably, our family is diehard football. I think that's why me and you get along so well, too. Because I was like, I like UFC and football. Are you in or are you out? Agreed, yes. <laughs> and then as far as decorating and stuff goes, are you... Because uh, it's kind of so weird to decorate for Thanksgiving a little bit. For most people, you don't see people putting up stuff for Thanksgiving. I know we had previously, we didn't do anything this year because it would just be like putting stuff up to take stuff down. And back with our in the move box. And We're back trying in the to box. Yeah. Um, box up things. Weird. But I am a fan of decorating stuff. Like we decorate for Halloween, decorate for Thanksgiving, you know, decorate obviously for Christmas. Shout out Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree comes in clutch. I'm hoping they have a peso. 20 pesos. 20 peso tree. <laughs> um in mexico but yeah any other 
you know, traditions that you guys? For Thanksgiving, I don't think so. Definitely big. My mom was always big on getting the, like the Christmas, like getting the real tree. They always had a real tree and my mom and I always decorated it together. Real trees. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do about that in Mexico because... We got our little white birch tree. Yeah. Might just have to order a fake tree or something like that. But not traditions that I want to lose just because we're moving, you know, to Mexico. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And we are luckily... Are, I uh, boxed up a number of Christmas decorations. Um, but... I don't really have a, I, I don't think I kept a lot of the Thanksgiving ones. I don't know. That's all right. We can, I mean. I'm lazy <laughs> when it comes to decorating. Yeah, we'll see how, how into it we are when the actual baby's here. Yeah, true. But, you know, I imagine family's going to be coming down and that type of stuff, so. Yeah, we'll want to sprinkle some. Some. Some American. Holiday cheer. Cheer, glam, glitz glam, shabam decorations. Uh, okay, let's see. Monkey bread. I'm excited to have a What? <laughs> oh, you said monkey bread. <laughs> let's get into, so now that we're pregnant, the next thing is like, all right, whose baby's this? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing is, what race is this baby? I mean. <laughs> Quarter what, black. What, uh. What sex is the baby? Obviously, we don't gender our babies. Uh, you know, we'll let the baby decide itself. But Stop. in terms of science, we'll want to know, is this baby originally yes. like really a man or really a woman? Hmm. So I know you were talking with my sister and you had brought this up about the blood test for gender reviews. Oh my gosh, yes. So talk a little bit about that because again, I don't know anything about this. Okay, your sister, when she was first pregnant with uh, Alexi... Mm -hmm. She said that she was having a boy because she got a blood test done and it was like fairly early on into her pregnancy. And then um, obviously like later on, like in your second trimester, you can get the ultrasound to confirm it. I think that's like 20 weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but so I was like, oh my gosh, I remember her doing the blood test thing and I had seen one online or just kind of like, because, okay, so like my whole thing is we're only going to be in Arizona for a little bit amount of time. And I want to celebrate with our friends before we leave. Like, obviously we won't be able to, unless I, unless we fly back for like a baby shower, but that will be like in the third ish, late second trimester. So I'm like, I kind of want to celebrate with our friends, but it's going to be a little too early for um, the ultrasound. Plus we won't have insurance in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to think of like, okay, well, there's got to be a way to know the gender of the baby earlier. And then I remembered your sister. So I text her and it was the same thing. She used the same thing that I saw online. And the one that I saw online said it's 99.9% .9 accurate at six weeks, which Damn. is fucking crazy because I'm five weeks and we just barely found out. Like to think that next week, hypothetically, I, I can know this. the gender of my baby. Before the doctors will even see. <laughs> yes, seriously. Oh, oh, Nina's trying what, to back. What are you doing? <laughs> you can't get out. You can't stuff. get out. You got to stay here. <laughs> We're getting close to being done. She just woke up from her nap. Right. She's like, get me the fuck out of here. <gasps> Where Trapped in all these tables. It's okay. Um, but yeah, so basically what it does is you, you get like a little finger prick or like a little arm 
prick thing. Mm-hmm. Or you can go into a doctor. It's like 89 bucks. Excuse me. Sorry, I burped. There's like 89 bucks if you do the arm thing. Or you can go into an actual doctor. They contract with like thousands. And it's 129 bucks. And they'll take the sample for you. And it basically like pulls the mom's DNA and says, is there male DNA floating around in your blood? And if there is, then you're having a boy. And if there's not, then you're having a girl. And it says, comes with a money back guarantee. So if it says you're having a boy and you pop out a little girl, it will give you your money back. You get that 89 back. (laughs) Well, you know what? I definitely think. Try it out. Try it out. We should try that out. So the yeah. so here's the here's the uh, the kicker that I had though I'm like do we to even tell at our friends that we're pregnant or do we just say we're having a going away party yeah, like surprise it's so, a gender reveal you know people that are <laughs> listening to this obviously how do we uh, how did we invite you did we tell you that uh, you know come come hang out with us before we head off to Mexico and then we surprise you with the gender reveal or <laughs> you know do we tell you beforehand that we're pregnant. Um, I don't know, because I feel like if we go down there and see friends, they're going to be like, Amanda, why aren't you drinking? We know you're the life of the party. Yeah, they'll, they'll <laughs> be like, no, to the no, no, no. Hell to the no. We know something. They'll up. know something is up. <laughs> they will know. As soon as you see them, they'll be like, here's a drink. And they'll be like, Mm-mm. You're like uh-oh. They're like, oh, you're pregnant. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's a dilemma that we're trying to uh, figure out right now. We got but three weeks to figure it out. <laughs> the blood test thing that'll that'll be yes. that'll be cool. Yes, because then we'll know. Because it's not like we're you know I don't care if we have. Realistically, I would like a girl and a boy. Yeah. In what order that comes doesn't matter don't to care. me. Uh, but you know, we'll find out soon. Which there's is a fifty-fifty chance. Yeah, there's a fifty-fifty chance that it's gonna. <laughs> Be one of those, and then another percent chance that it's going to be something else. Um, Nina, <laughs> do you want to give any shout-outs? Any you know products that you have found that you've liked that you've started using? I know you've used multiple. <clears throat> excuse me, multiple different P tests. I know. Uh, you know, you got that journal thing. Oh yeah, I bought a first-time mom's pregnancy journal. Um, I figured it would kind of, it has a, like a little checklist and stuff in there too. It's actually huge. It looks like a, it looks like it's like, like a picture book. Yeah. Like 10 inches by 10 inches. It's like a giant square or something like that. Um, uh, but that seems pretty cool. Obviously I'm only in the first few pages of it, but it's got like, Hey, you just found out you're pregnant. Make sure you do this and take a picture of your week one through four belly and he, you know, Here's a spot to put this picture and write down your thoughts on this. And how did you feel when you first found out? And and where did you see that at? Was it an ad that? No, it was just up? Amazon. I was just looking up pregnancy <laughs> journals. All right. So shout out to pregnancy journal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but definitely shout out to Vitex because I'm pretty sure that helped a lot. And where do you get Vitex from? Amazon. Amazon. And my organic red leaf tea. Got that on Amazon too. It says it's sourced from Germany, whatever that may or may not have anything to do with anything. Germany's strong. They make good products yeah. there. Um, I was using the, the pre-mom app for the ovulation test and the pre-mom uh yeah, those are the pea, the pea sticks. Um, those 
my brother's wife, Elizabeth, told me about those. So I've been using those since February and it's now November, almost December. Holy shit. Um, I like that app. Their HCG test gave me a false positive um, <clears throat> last month. So not a huge fan of their HCG test, but their ovulation strips are good because it helped me realize I was ovulating so late. Um, I've used a whole bunch of kinds of uh, pregnancy tests. I even bought another one today. Like, I just want to make sure the baby's still want to make sure we're still, still pregnant. So. Still pregnant? Is the line getting darker? Yes, it's getting darker. Okay, we're good. Speaking of darker, <laughs> what happens if our children are darker than I am? <laughs> two things. One, I'm going to be a little hurt. But two, <laughs> I'm also going to be very excited. Because, because they got your dad's jeans. Yeah, skipped over me. Went from my... Dad to my sister over me. So far, it looks like potentially over her kids. I think Sophia's going to be able to get pretty dark. But Alexi looks just like a white baby. Yeah, blonde. Uh, and then, you know, obviously to our kids. So I don't hoping, know. I'm, I'm pretty white. That's the case. But yeah, I think at least if they're white, we'll know that they'll have most likely beautiful curly hair and Colored colorful eyes. eyes. Because you got the blue eyes and I got the green eyes. Yep. Pretty hard trait in our family. Um, <laughs> how do you think Nina's going to be with with said baby? Oh, man. I don't. I'm. She's going to love them so much, but she just I think nibbles. that's the problem. Because even her with Javi, her with Sophia, she is like a thousand percent obsessed to the point of like bro like, you gotta chill I like i can't you. even keep that she just nipple she wants like, to oh nibble on them oh you're so cute like nom, 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 nom. yeah exactly and that fucking worries me we'll see though i mean maybe she'll just see. be so old by that point <laughs> and also i think that the nostalgia will wear off because she's not always around babies She's not always around Javi. So when yeah. she was around him more often, she started to become a little bit more calm. And That's because her ass was getting in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I had to keep spanking her butt for getting all up in his face and shit. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about another big thing and something I think is important to focus on right at the beginning of pregnancy is foods not to eat. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of things out there besides foods, but a lot of things out there that they suggest that you shouldn't eat. Uh, when you find out that you're pregnant or shouldn't drink, you know, those different types of things. So do you know any off the top of your head? The first two that have, uh, have affected my life immediately is, drinking. is no alcohol no coffee. and less coffee. Yep, cutting my coffee in half. I use the Cafe Bustelo and it's super strong. And I just, I literally just bought a french press it says we're supposed to get six to 12 inches of snow what i don't know where but yeah that's gotta be in the mountain sorry we have like maybe that's between six and 12 oh that's six and 12 inches yeah. tonight that's gotta be in the mountains okay yeah. <coughs> sorry, guys, <laughs> got distracted um so no alcohol very minimal 200, caffeine consumption. Yeah, 200 milligrams of, of caffeine per day is, they like to say, the limit. Obviously, if I can wean off of that and maybe just do like a cup of green tea or, or something like that. Um, 
because I'm not, I don't, gosh, really the only time I'd have Diet Coke is when I was hungover. So obviously I don't have that problem anymore. <laughs> so um, yeah, those are the two biggest things right now. Um, I don't really, I know last football season we had um, our lovely charcuterie boards. Yeah, we charcuterie boarded it up. Uh, like every Sunday. Won't be doing that because there's, you know, certain soft cheeses and deli meats. Deli meats that you shouldn't be eating. It's um, risk of uh, like salmonella and just the bacteria and those meats that are sitting. That's why they say that. So a couple lists. I know that some of these things they say you can enjoy in moderation. Caffeine is one of those. Um, there's certain vitamins and fish oil supplements that are good. Are good, but also certain ones are in moderation. Nuts and diced fruit. Uh, I would be. I would imagine that would be dried diced fruit. They're saying in moderation, and then shrimp was supposed to be in moderation. As well. So that's that's interesting because everything else that I'm seeing is shrimp is a source of good protein. You know, people again are just making shit up out here, so we don't know what exactly is true. And if our baby comes out as a shrimp, then we'll let you know <laughs> that you know we fucked up. But uh, absolutely avoid at all costs are, you know, raw meats, um, soft cheeses. So like I think cream cheeses and other unpasteurized dairy products, raw eggs. I don't know who the fuck's I eating raw eggs. No, no, like runny eggs, like yeah. over medium or over I love over medium I eggs. I can't eat that. Pate. Nope. Don't have any desire anyway. for that. Raw fish. So sushi. No sushi. Mm. I can have California rolls and like avocado rolls yep. and cucumber rolls yeah so i'm sure this list will expand and we'll learn about more and more things but uh remember they were saying don't eat like pre-made salads at places so like pasta salads potato salads things that are just like not like we're going to a a salad bar or an all-you-can-eat place or something like that but they say don't eat those things there hmm um, they also said you shouldn't eat mayonnaise. I saw that. It's probably because the eggs. Yeah. Well, so you can have, you can have mayonnaise that's like store bought, like Kraft and, um, you know, Miracle Whip and stuff like that. It's the homemade mayonnaise because there's raw eggs in it. That um, makes sense. so they say like Caesar dressing is normally a no go. It like, especially if it's homemade, but if it's like, you know, um, the, the Caesar dressing that's, in the salad dressing aisle, the store is typically okay because that's going to be made with pasteurized. Dairy. Gotcha. Okay. Um, about to wind down here. There's only a few more things I got on my list to talk about. One of them is a new section, a new topic thing that I want to bring in, oh. a weekly discussion, and that's going to be called Millennial Memories. Millennial Memories. Because we have so many awesome things from our past that we think shit on things from <laughs> these times. And if you're in your, you know, some millennials are a bit younger. I forget when it ends. Maybe like 97 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But if you're in your 30s or almost in your 30s right now, then you remember all of this stuff pretty vividly. Uh, and one of the things that I wanted to bring up was hit movies from the 90s and specifically Ones with Robin Williams. So I got four Robin Williams movies Kay. that I want to bring up for you because I was a big Robin Williams fan okay. when I was growing up. I've got four movies that I want to bring up to you, and I want you to tell me which one of these was your favorite. All right, so the first one is 
Flubber. Oh, okay. The second one is Jumanji. Okay. The third one is Hook. Mm. And the fourth one is Miss Doubtfire. <clears throat> Hook was my favorite of those. Flubber is a close second. Interesting. And then okay. Jumanji and then... You were last on Mrs. Doubtfire? It was too cringy. Oh my gosh. It's I too cringy. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> I would definitely have to say Mrs. Doubtfire is my number one. It was very cringy. I'm surprised I liked that. And I'm more turned off by cringy things now because that was very like hard to watch. I type. didn't realize how cringy it was until it was on TV like a month or two ago. And well, I yeah, was you like. You don't really notice that stuff when you're younger yeah, because that's you're not so as true. aware of being yeah, embarrassed socially. about shit like that. <laughs> you're like, oh, this guy's. This guy's Dressed crazy, up as a man. Girl. That's crazy. But I did love Hook as well. I remember we had that on cassette. I don't think we had any other ones on cassette. On cassette, huh? Nice. Or VHS. Yeah. That's yes, what I meant. Yes, yeah. VHS. I'm like, cassettes, don't those go in your car? Yeah, that's a... Another thing, make you feel old. It's a cassette player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a cassette player. Um, do you know who turns 30 this week? Um, that's a very difficult and vague question. Is it an actor? Is it a musician? It is a movie. Oh, it's a movie. I th I think I saw it. Oh, it's Aladdin. It is Aladdin. Yeah, I saw it on yeah. Instagram. Wow, I had to pull that one out. <laughs> Pulled it right out of your ass. All I did was give you a movie as a hint. <laughs> Aladdin turns 30 this week, which means... It came out when I was three. <laughs> we are old. My mom forgot I was 33. She thought I was 32. Really? Yeah. When I was on the phone, I was like, uh, I talked to her this morning and I said something like, oh yeah, the right before, uh, oh, I said 33 is one of Sean's or Sean's favorite number. And she goes, what was that? His basketball number. And I was like, I think so. I know he's got it tatted on him. And I was like, well, it's the lucky year because we're pregnant. And she goes, almost. And I was like, no, I think I'm 33. And she's like, no, you're not. I'm like. I, definitely I don't am. know. I now, now I don't know. <laughs> I definitely am. I know you're a year older than my sister or you're the age older than my sister and I'm she's like, 32. So. Yeah, I'm like, I was born in 89. Okay, yep, yep. I already had my birthday this year. That's yeah, I'm 33. And she's like, wow, I just told someone you're 32. <laughs> you get in your 30s and people just stop remembering and caring about how old you are. You forget. You're uh, like, wait, how old am I? Dude, I forget constantly it's real life not <laughs> me because age doesn't really mean anything to You're me so 30, being so 30 is not an issue 30 is a good milestone they only my years only get better and better since 30 because that's how we've been together very true um all right well oh i want to talk about those instant replay commercials <laughs> because those commercials are pure gold we saw a new one today and, and it i was think awesome. they're going to be like spot on with our relationship and I'll be throwing that out there at times even though we won't have instant replay it's still hilarious to think about just get a little red um little band, red like bandana and yeah. put like rice in it and tie it up throw the flag <laughs> flag so on the play if you haven't seen the instant replay commercials who is it for it's for uh, oh my god maybe like it's a insurance yeah all state or some some big insurance company farmers or some shit like that yeah okay. but anyways the commercials consist of two people arguing about one person not doing something or doing something and so it'd be like hey we're going kayaking i thought i told you to uh 
pack the, or I thought you said you would pack the, um, life jackets, life jackets. And it'd be like, no, I never said that. You said you were going to bring the life jackets. And then you get into a, just a little argument and they're like, you know what? Let's go to the replay. And you throw the red flag and then they go back and they look it over and it's like. They, it's like full on replay though. They come out with the little screen yeah, and you get the headset on. You're looking. You look into the screen and you're like, yeah, I fucked up. Yep, I said that. I definitely said that. That's my bad. But there's so, a couple different variations out and they're just so funny. There's some hilarious ones. So I think we're going to try and work that into our relationship <laughs> because there's many times when you say something and somebody doesn't believe that you said it or you forgot something that you weren't supposed to forget. I don't want to say that that's a common occurrence, but I will say as pregnancy brain. No, not with us, but yeah, as pregnancy brain. And that's not like the most ideal time to use it. It'll be a little bit, maybe more so after the baby was born. Because I'll just start crying. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be like, well, let's take a look at the replay. Okay, I actually did do that. (laughs) But again, that's understandable that... Where are, you, where are you going? She's Just pulling, she's pulling my headphone Stop. cord. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. We should probably wrap this up. Last thing I want to talk about is the... Do you guys... This blows my mind. I thought about this when we were at the football game, uh, the Oregon football game, and then it's just been sticking with me ever since then. But do you guys have pubes like everywhere in your bathrooms? Oh God. <laughs> like, are you talking about... Like, are you asking the general listeners if they have pubes in their back? No, no, no. You specifically as a woman, you women, do you guys have just, is there just pubes on things in your bathrooms? Uh, I don't know about other women, but I get waxed. So well, I'm talking about public bathrooms. I'm not talking about our personal bathrooms. Okay. Obviously, well, you didn't really give any our... context there. Well, I was talking about when we were at the games oh. and other Places that we've been. Oh, in the public women's restroom at the stadium. Um, not just at the stadium. Any public women's restroom. I don't. Every male. I don't. Men's think so. restroom I go into. Nina, <laughs> come here. Jeez, I'll let you out in two seconds. Relax. You didn't even know you were trapped before. Do you guys uh, have pubes? Like all? Because every time I go to a urinal, or it could be like the sit-down toilet. I'm just like, how are there pubes? <clears throat> How are there pubes all over this? Well, because men are grody. Like what? And your hair is so curly and like men in general, I think they're like pubes are just bleh. It just doesn't make sense. I don't think once have I ever whipped out my dick and pubes <laughs> just go flying <laughs> all over. <laughs> like it, it doesn't make sense how they're <laughs> on everything to me. And then also there is always just piss all over the ground. <laughs> this is not something I'm looking forward to if we have a boy. I know it's going to happen. My mom said my brother's bathroom just always smelled like piss. She's yeah. like, there's nothing you can do about it. It's just boys. They just pee on everything. <laughs> try and sit down as much as possible in front of our, and be like, hey, the only time you piss when you're standing up is when you're someplace else. You sit down at home. <laughs> this is your place. You sit down here. You know, mom's going to have to clean that floor. Yeah, Don't do yeah. that to her. She works hard. <laughs> you want me to bring in the black light? Show you all this piss all over here? <laughs> oh, my God. This fucking room's covered in it. definitely do that. Yeah. So, uh, just no. wondering. Women's public restrooms are fucking disgusting, but not with pubes. Normally, there's just toilet paper all over the floor. It, it's wet. Oh. 
because girls are like hovering to pee and then maybe they're not over the toilet all the way. I don't know. <clears throat> I feel bad for my shoes when I go into public restrooms <laughs> and stuff. I'm you like, don't deserve this. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And they've walked on a lot of horrible things, but because bathrooms freak me out. It's yeah, they do. disgusting. So yeah, that's a, a big problem for me. And I always feel bad for my shoes. And that's why we don't wear shoes in our house. No, nope, we don't. Because there's piss and Disgusting pubes Disgusting things. <laughs> piss and pubes. Alrighty, well, that was episode six, y'all. Episode seven. Oh, in case anyone was wondering, my six-week or five-week progression. I feel fine. I just have to pee, but I always have to pee, so nope. there's no difference. No the nausea amount, yet. The amount that she's going to have to pee is going to be... A whole lot because she already pees so much anyways. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we did get some B6 on a suggestion from Mama Mary at the gym. Mary at the gym. So she'll be taking some B6 to help with that uh, nausea, morning sickness, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, besides that, appreciate y'all listening. Make sure you tune in next week. This has been the uh, Trying to Parent podcast. Anything else? Nope. Appreciate you guys. All right. We love Love you guys. Love (laughs) you too, baby. We out. We out.